This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to the middle of the week. We're here on a Wednesday, and today we have Love, Inc. Love, Inc. is a great program, um, but they're definitely at a crossroads. So today we have their executive director, Mike Rohall, with us, and we are going to talk about what's happening with Love, Inc. and, and catch up and learn about an important event that's happening tomorrow. So, Mike, welcome to our show. Thank you, Laura. Always a, pre- uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. <laughs> Well, it's good to talk with you, too, and uh, I haven't seen you for a while, and so we've got some catching up to do. So for those that haven't heard of Love, Inc., let's first of all talk about what it is. Right. Love, Inc. is a partnership of churches within our community, actually part of a national movement that is trying to help break families out of the cycles they're trapped in. We do that through building relationships among those in need and the resources in the community, uniting congregations to help meet needs that a single church might not be able to, and then by providing transformational ministry classes. And uh, those are really the three, kind of summarize the three areas that we try to to work in. Um, So when I'm thinking about Love, Inc., and, you know, you're talking about the different churches, it it seems to me... Going back to the beginning, you know, way back when the meetings first started happening in Vermilion County to establish loving, that um, what a lot of places were seeing were were multiple asks. So I might come to this church and I, I have these needs, and this church was trying to fulfill all these needs, and I go to another church and uh, all the needs, and you know, kind of going through that. And I think we learned quickly that. It was better if we were working together, having conversations so we all knew what the other was doing, and then also assigning resources. So one church might specialize in uh, bedding or whatever. So I, I think that's kind of how it started out. Is that still how it works, Mike? It, it is. What Actually, the, the roots of Love, Inc. go back into the Pastoral Association of the 1950s. So working uh, churches working together was something that, we saw its genesis that long ago. Uh, the The first thing that we did when we opened in 2010 was to open the connection center. It's a call center, if you will. Individuals in need call in for assistance. While we weren't the source of what they needed, we could connect them to individuals, to ministries, to churches, to whoever might be the resource that could provide that. And it... Uh, like you said, it allowed the churches then also to more effectively use their resources. A, a good example was not necessarily one where there were duplications, but it was where a pastor had referred someone to us for work boots. And in that particular case, we saw that we, we knew that there was a local agency that had grant money that took care of those type of workplace barriers. So we did the referral to that agency. A few days later, when I was chatting with the pastor again, I mentioned that, and he said, you know, that's, that's really good to know because we would have spent those funds on uh, buying those work boots. Now we can use the, that money to help someone else. So it was using the resources that were already allocated in the best possible way. And, you know, Loving has that knowledge to handle the administrative part, they have the connections throughout the community, knowing who has 
what and and try to keep those lines of communication open so it it was able you know, it's it, it it's not just about the duplications but then looking at where where needs can be met instead of doing them on our own yeah good information and just the whole coordination um you know specifically is what you all are great at let's go ahead and take our first break and we'll be right back Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we are speaking with Mike Rohal. He's the um, Executive Director for Love, Inc. And we were just giving some examples of how Love, Inc. works with coordination. And, you know, uh, I think that's what you all are just really skilled at, Mike. And that's something that, that we've tried to do from the very beginning. It, as a partnership of churches, we were able to bring together folks from many different congregations and many different denominations. So we put aside some of that doctrinal stuff in order to serve. And it, it creates a, an environment in the community where people see Christ in action. But the the big thing I think that helped uh, was our, our uh, desire to train volunteers in the community. It didn't matter if they were volunteers specifically for our ministry or we, we partnered with the Hope Center, with uh, Fair Hope, with several others, the Women's Care Clinic, in holding trainings. We brought in the speakers and, and took care of those things and, and were able to show volunteers the best way to communicate with those neighbors that we're dealing with. And in fact, at our national gathering last year, that was a big emphasis again. And, and there's a really cool book, uh, what every church member should know about serving those in poverty. It's another Ruby Payne book. And again, it talks about those things that we might not, having come out of the middle class, we might not understand the mindset of people that have been living in chaos, sometimes for generations. Mm -hmm. So just being able to work together and, and learn makes, makes us better servants in the end. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Ruby Payne, you know, she's she's just famous for her work with poverty. And you're right. You know, there there are um, things that we do and don't know, depending on our life lifestyle, how we've grown up, how we were raised, what, you know, things we're used to doing as a familiar unit. And again, um, generationally, you know, because typically poverty is generational and you don't know what you don't know. So uh, um, understanding mindsets helping us be good servants, you know, Love, Inc. tries to coordinate all of that. Right. The The last piece, really, as far as the ministry goes, are the transformational ministry classes. And that has been something, before COVID, we were really starting to build some traction there. The last session that we had in 2019, we were able to have volunteers from about 20 different congregations who served within the transformational ministry at some point, whether that was providing meals, children's ministry, or even the classes. And, and you know, those classes are really where we're trying to help people to thrive where they're planted. It's, it's trying to help them learn to manage the resources that they have through classes like faith and finance, or to manage relationships through classes like boundaries, or even to manage their own mindsets 
with affirming potential and crash the chatterbox. So, you know, we've we've had some really great success stories that we we've shared over the years. Uh, but coming out of COVID, well, COVID put a, a halt on a lot of things, as we know. And then coming out of COVID, it's just never really regained the traction that, that we had before that. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the state of the ministry. I retired as executive director and became part of the board in early 2023. In the wake of that, 2023 was actually a very challenging year for lots of members of the leadership at Love Inc. Uh, one other staff member left the ministry. A second was dealing with medical issues and unable to to do her job for a while. The board chair had a career change, so he left. Another board member had familial changes. She left. As it stands right now, there are three board members and one staff member. So the core of the the leadership team has really been devastated by all of the various circumstances that that happened last year. In the process, with no real strong leadership going on, the volunteers who were working in the call center have found other ways to serve within the community. So it's it's been one of those snowballs that just has continued to grow. Mm-hmm. And so as of today, you've, you, the, the organization finds itself in a quandary as to next steps. So, so what are we planning? We're looking at holding a prayer meeting tomorrow night. Calvary Baptist in Tilton there on Georgetown Road has agreed to host. So we're going to open the doors at 6 p.m. And we'll have a prayer meeting from 6.30 to 7.30 have some refreshments and a time for Q&A if anybody wants to stick around afterwards. But we're looking at some very specific areas for prayer in the midst of that. And, you know, looking at the leadership, looking at volunteer base, uh, looking at the financial status, all of those things. And what we'll do, we'll have some communal or community prayer time to begin with, break into groups that will focus on those particular aspects uh, and then gathered again at the end for uh, another small time of, of uh, communal prayer. Okay. So are we at the point of we are deciding, are we continuing with the ministry? Are we not? Is it to that critical point? It really is. It has come to the point of uh, where does God want this to go? Is Is God leading us to go through a, total reboot or is it a situation where the time for love inc has closed at this time and you know in speaking with uh someone who was at one of our partners meetings last month he said maybe it's time for things to be put on pause and revisit it down the road so we're we're just looking really right now to to pray and see what God's direction on it is. We've roughed out some plans on what we would like to see, but ultimately it is what the community, what the church in Vermilion County wants to do. And, you know, how is God leading in that direction? Okay, let's take our last break and we'll be right back. 
Welcome back to Community Connection. We are speaking with Mike Rollhall with Love, Inc. And Mike, we were just talking about, um, you know, basically Love, Inc. is at a critical crossroads. And tomorrow night, you are having a prayer meeting at Calvary Baptist at 6 p.m. And, and you all are really looking for, you know, what's, what's, uh, what's God's plan for Love, Inc.? Exactly. We're, as you mentioned, at a, at a crossroads. It, it's a ministry that I have had a heart for. It's something that when I first felt the the nudge from, from Christ to, to become a believer, that I felt like we needed to have more unity within churches. That was one of the things I actually attacked the church over when I was outside the church. So to have that and then to have the, the congregations working together to, to better serve the community. And, and we learn from one another. If we isolate ourselves, then we, we lose a lot of the resources that we have available to us uh, educationally as well as physically. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just want to talk about some of the examples uh, that you've seen of how Love, Inc. really worked in a family's life. So we want to remind the community, you know, again, Love, Inc.'s been around for a while. And and being at this crossroads, it's a big decision. And, and so you all need help. But, you know, let's talk about a few examples of how Love, Inc. has really turned a person's life around. Yeah, there was a, a lady who came to the very first transformational ministry class we had, Faith and Finances, and just really wasn't sure what to even do to, to begin to manage her situation. And the the funny thing is, she, she sat in the corner of the room, put her hand over her mouth, had her head down, and a hat pulled down over her eyes almost. That same lady has been speaking on behalf of the ministry, getting up in front of groups, doing video recordings now. So it, it brought her out of her shell, but it's also put her in a situation where she was able to manage the limited resources that she had. She's really been able to thrive where she is. It, it was a situation that we watered what we wanted to see grow, and she has grown so tremendously. She was one of the volunteers that was at the office or at just about anything we would do anytime that that we were doing something because she had she wanted to give back and that was the one way that she could give uh she wasn't able to through uh her financial resources but she was of her time and she became very generous about that uh we had another person who came and this is where getting to know people makes a difference he came because he had been in debt to the payday lenders and and wanted help figuring out how to manage his money so he wouldn't get back to that i had an opportunity to sit down with him and we spoke for a few minutes and i said you know your problem isn't your finances your problem is being able to say no he was giving money to family members cutting himself short then going to the payday lenders to pay his own bills the family members weren't paying him back so one day he came to visit us at the office walked in very erect, and he says, guess what? I told my family no. And you know what? They didn't even argue with me. Not only did we teach him 
to say no, but he learned how to do it in a way that deflected those attacks and criticisms that they would have given in times past. So those are two really big stories. One of my favorite projects is the uh, partnership with Slumberland and doing the homes for the holidays every year. We've had 10 to 12 ministries and congregations come together. Slumberland donates the beds. Central Christian Church has a linen pantry that they do. They provide the sheets and pillows. We had a donor buy all of the bed bug covers one year. We try to make sure that if we're giving it to someone, because most of the time they're in apartments and those little critters go from place to place, that it would be protected. Uh, we have another partner who has donated the blankets each year. So, you know, all of that. And then the, the bodies from all these different congregations and guys that might have uh, never interacted because they were in their home church, got to know one another and got to be friends in the process. Mm -hmm. so, you know, stories. Every opportunity to serve is an opportunity to, to grow closer to brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm, definitely. So uh, again, the, the one last thing about that, I think one of the biggest things and, and talking about the, the ministry with our volunteers and board members and staff people who have been there, we all say that we've been transformed more than the neighbors that we've served. And, you know, it, it's really a phenomenal thing to, to know where we all started and see the growth in Christ that we've all had. Thank you for sharing that. Very important. So um, if somebody's just joining us to get the get to the crux of the situation today, Love, Inc. is, is in a time of transformation or not. And some decisions, heavy decisions have to be made. So uh, just remind us, kind of wrap it up again, Mike, for those maybe that's just joining us. We're going to have a prayer meeting tomorrow. We'll open the doors at 6. The prayer time will start at 6.30. We'll start with some communal prayer. We'll break out into small groups to, to pray about six specific needs that the ministry has uh, from volunteers and leadership needs to the financial and truly at this point that might be the least of the worries but um, then afterwards we'll have a time for Q&A for people who do have some questions about the ministry and we are gonna we're looking forward to having some sweet treats brought in and some good coffee to have with them so give us a time to fellowship afterwards Okay, thank you for that. So again, Love, Inc., they are having a critical prayer meeting tomorrow night, February 22nd, at Calvary Baptist. Calvary Baptist is right there on Georgetown Road, you know, as you're, you're heading south. Um, they're, they're right there in the kind of Tilton area. They're right there off of the main road, so you can't miss them. And again, that's going to be at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. So if you have a concern for Love, Inc., if you have a concern for ministry, um, this is a great opportunity to come together to pray, um, get the prayer warriors together and decide what the future of Love, Inc. is and, and help the um, leadership there. Mike, we appreciate having you and audience. Um, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. We will be back tomorrow with another one. Until then, have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.